Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the weekend edition of the Busted Open Podcast. We're celebrating 25 years of Edge with you, the Busted Open Nation. We're also joined by Kevin Knight ahead of his busy weekend. You won't want to miss it. For you, thinking back to your memories of Edge, you know, his impact, how would you describe all of that? Man, most of his career I was there for. Um, even when he left and, 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 and when he came back, like, I mean, it just, it's been an unbelievable ride, Denise. Um, the things that I, I, I revere the most are the long trips out of the country, you know, the 15, 20 day road tours and Edge and Christian were both comic relief. They, they both were all so funny and we used to have so much fun. And the sagas that Edge had had because he was on the fast track to being a top guy. And to see him have those battles with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Um and and the comedic things, like him and Critch, him and Christian, when their rise to the top, I remember the first night that they said, Okay, everybody, get your cameras out. And then they took a picture, like, we're going to pose for a picture for everybody. And I thought to myself, damn, why didn't I do that? <laughs> they, they just did innovative things. Uh, they added so much uh, to pro wrestling. And Edge um, ended up being the, the catalyst for that until he retired. And then uh, Christian got his shine. but. Um, man, like the light was always very heavy on edge and he delivered. I mean, there's never been a point where he was involved in something and people didn't care. Exactly. And I was mentioning this yesterday on the show with Thunder Rosa. And that was that when I think back to like my start, when I started watching wrestling, I am instantly think about all of the tag team stuff. Like that's my first thing that pops into my mind. All of the TLCs, all of the ladder matches, everything that took place with 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 Edge and Christian, the Hardy the Boys, the Dudleys. Yes, exactly. It, like, it, don't forget the brood. Like, I, I man, we me and D'Lo wrestled those guys. I mean, it was, it was fantastic every night, all the time, and they were just so like always so very cool. You were interested in what they were going to do and what they were going to bring to the table. And then even you mentioned his singles run and being on the fast track. I remember like getting to see Edge, you know, uh, just get to do so much, and I, there was so much that I just like for a very long time, and especially when he was doing all the rated R superstar stuff. All of that. Oh, my God. I was such a big fan, you know, and I remember like when he came back at the Royal Rumble, nobody saw it coming. Nobody knew this was going to happen. It was such a big moment. And one of the to me, when he came back, Mark, it was one of those things where you're like, dang, cool things can actually happen to people. Cool things can actually happen where you think it's all over, but something can change. Something can happen. And 
the next thing you know, you're you're getting to watch him wrestle again. Well, you live long enough and you'll see technology uh, improve to the point to where things that were not become a reality. Uh, I am currently right now waiting on these doctors to improve the back surgery that, that will fix, you know, the ailment that I have. Uh, I wanted to keep wrestling. I just couldn't do it. And I'm, I feel like it was a complete blessing for Edge to, to, for the Edge to receive a surgery to fix his neck. And like that, I mean, him and, him and Brian Danielson both, like they both were able to come back and have great careers because of technology and, and, and new protocols that the doctors uh, came up with to fix, you know, how, how the uh, upper uh, neck is, is, um, is able to move. So, man, I, I'm, I'm just praying, come on, fingers crossed, everybody like, you know, maybe we will get that Mark Henry return, but uh, we got to find a stenosis surgery and a vertebrae surgery that'll, that'll fix the compression and, We'll go from there. But man, I'm just happy that we got him back. And thank God for science and technology uh, and the procedures that they came up with to bring him back to us. Exactly. And now a lot of people are wondering, is this really Edge's last match? So we got some details on that. Edge actually told the crowd in Toronto that this match on Friday was his last in the city. Uh, as for last overall, he's still unsure. And we actually have a clip of that. So let's go ahead and uh, roll the clip. I don't know what the future holds. I really don't. I got to sit home this week, lick my wounds talk to my family and see what they want me to do but what i can say toronto is thank you so again he didn't necessarily emphasize if this was his last match overall this was definitely the last one on his contract he said the last one in toronto uh any thoughts on that mark well i mean also he said that um um there was going to be another show in toronto in six months and that he knew that he was not going to be at that one, that he was not going to wrestle there. And he wanted to have a great send-off uh, in his hometown. And, uh, man, he his story is unbelievable. I, I don't know if you have um, looked at the, the beginning, how tough it was for him and his mom. Uh, and how much she supported him to get him into wrestling and allowed him to come to America as a young guy and, you know, like just turn the, the reins loose and say, go and succeed. Uh, but like the beginning to the, to now is incredible. And um, he got to be, he got to perform in front of his hometown. And most guys that are in wrestling know when you go home, you're going to lose at home. And and for him to be able to go home and, and, and be a hero, uh, that was pretty damn special. Right. And I have to, and I'm curious, you know, what is that process like in terms of 
you know, basically trying to figure out like, okay, is this my last match? Like, what are some of the factors that you like weigh in? What are some of the things that like goes through your mind? I know some people have the option. Sometimes people don't because of, you know, injuries and stuff like that. But when you do have the option, like for the most part, you know, what is that like? Uh, For the people that's injured, the recovery, you go and have a match and it takes you a week or two to recuperate because stuff is inflamed and it's hurting and you feel like I'm doing more damage to what's already injured. The ones that do it because they, they just feel like it's time to, you know, take another role. Like, okay, I'm not as good as I used to be. I'm going to become an agent or I'm going to, you know, take a job in the office you know, in sales or whatever the case may be. Um, it's tough to let the limelight go. But if it's for your health or if it's for being able to go home and see your family and, and you work the main shows and you don't work all the little shows uh, and you can go home, then that's it's worth it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's hard to let go, right? Especially when you're used to being, it, it's, I can only imagine that it's hard to go from, you know, being in the ring, being the star, being the one that's putting, you know, all of the action in the ring, and then to try and either A, go home and do something different, that's going to be a totally different kind of life, or even like you said, take a job in the office it's still different, right? Like you're still not going to get, I know sometimes people say, oh, I live vicariously through this person or through these moments, but it's never the actual same as uh, getting to do it yourself. And that's what I was thinking about through this. I was thinking, even if Edge goes and, you know, does something else, works someplace else or has other matches or whatever it is he decides to do once he gets home, that, he's already said like, this is his last match in Toronto. And just with that, like yeah. all of the significance of that, I think, oh my God, 25 years. And who knows how many times he's gone into wrestle there and to say goodbye to that. Like, I can't even imagine what it would be like to say goodbye to something that you really love or just like an overall experience like that. That is just so hard. Yeah. To go to a town three or four times a year, in 25 years, you do the math, he had a lot of matches there. And he's an icon in that city um, with the professional teams, with uh, WWE lore, but more than anything with pro wrestling as a whole, um, all across Canada, from Halifax to Vancouver, uh, the guy is he done every, he's done everything there is to do and now he's just maintaining it's great to be able to have your family to travel with you and see all the things that you've seen but the kids are in school his wife is you know having the captain that ship and, and you got to go and be supportive and when you get you know where edge is and he's got movies coming out. He's got stuff that he's doing with the Lightning Thief and uh, furthering in on that story. Like he, he's not like it's not like he's not busy. So he's he's got stuff to do. 
if you were to make a prediction, I know we really can because we don't know what the situation is. We don't know what his status is or anything like that. Because I know in his interview with ET Canada, he kind of spoke about, you know, his age. He spoke about being, I believe he said 50 and it being a lot harder when you're th- when you're in that age, a lot harder to bounce back, a lot harder to prepare, uh, a lot, a lot harder across the board. And as an athlete, you know that. And so if you were to make a prediction, do you think we're going to see him, you know, ex- do sign a new deal with WWE continue, even if it's just for like a one off or, or I don't know. You know, I think that if he does, it will be based on individual things. They'll, they may sign him, you know, just as a representative of WWE um, through the ambassadorship and stuff. It'd be a hell of a lot more money than they paid me, but um, I, I think that they will take care of him and keep him in-house. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. And our guest who has a very, very busy weekend this Saturday, August 19th. He will be at the 2300 Arena, the ECW Arena for New Japan's All-Star Junior Festival. And then on Sunday, August 20th, he will also be back at the ECW Arena. But for Impact and New Japan Pro Wrestling, Multiverse United 2. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kevin Knight. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing great. Doing great. Man, do y'all hear that? Do Do y'all hear that? The voice. Kevin Kevin got that beard white. Hey, lady. (laughs) I want to let y'all know that I love you and I hope you love me. (laughs) And this high-flying trapeze dropkick is for you. (laughs) That's my next promo right there with a little sexual chocolate on there. Hey, man, it was easy to do. Uh, <laughs> man, we we admire your work. Um, I, I get wow. to see you every now and then walking around the hallways of AEW. And uh, I remember asking somebody, you know, who you were, because I, I didn't watch a lot of, of New Japan at the time. And... Um, I started watching and I was just like super, super impressed because wow. you have a balance and a lot of guys that do high flying, they don't usually lock up and they don't usually grapple. And um, I, I, I even like to see you, you do it so well. I feel like mm. that the chain wrestling and reversals really fit you. I, I would I would love to see you wrestle somebody like a Brian Danielson because wow. of all of the grappling stuff that I've seen you do. But I realized that you've been wrestling some big guys. And I remember watching you wrestle Moose recently. Yes, sir. And um, uh, you didn't get to wrestle that style because, you know, the, the opposite size advantage. But, uh, man, when are we going to get to see you do more of that uh, that that grappling style rather than so much the high flying. 
Man, I could I could pull it out any time in the day of the week, in the day of the week, whenever a situation calls for it. Um, I was trained by Shibata. So those type of things we would do literally every single day, the first hour of practice, grappling, no talking, just warming up. So those type of things just come natural. So any any time of the day, any any opponent wants to get in there and, and wrestle, whether it may be Brian Danielson one day, we can get in there and do that. Ooh. <laughs> Don't tease me with a good time. <laughs> no, I gotta I gotta find a way to impress you again. That's crazy. That's crazy you saying that. You mentioned training with Shibata. Talk to us about what that is like. What was the experience? Shibata is uh, um he's a very, very great teacher. I know he has a, a persona of being this tough guy and everything, and he definitely is. He definitely is. He's gonna make sure he gets you right. Um the main thing with Shibata is just repetition, repetition, repetition. Whatever we do, we're going to keep doing it over and over and over until it's birthed into our brains. No matter how simple it may be, whether it's the lockup, headlock, uh, taking a tackle, whether it's one uh, reversal, whether it's uh, two reversals, we're going to do those same two reversals the whole three-hour practice, you know. So with Shibata, he was very, very extremely patient with us um, just throughout the whole learning process and just – taught us the fundamentals and then once we got the fundamentals down whatever signature stuff we wanted to do he just made sure we perfected you know anything we do we done practiced it a thousand times before we did it out there so Shabbat is always going to make sure that whatever you do is going to be crisp clean intense uh safety safety is the most important thing so he's going to make sure that before you go out there that you're going to do everything correct you know so it, it was great just having them um, um, just form my my abilities like that. It was it was it was cool to see. It wasn't easy, but it was <laughs> it was a great a great learning process. Kevin, you we we talked about styles. Yes, like, sir. what style do you prefer? Like, what style we do I see prefer? you do the high flying stuff, and when <laughs> when we see the the balance in wrestling, um, I have my critiques that I'll I'll tell you off the air. Sure. But um, just because I'm I'm a fan of wrestling, I always want to know what people prefer. Mm. Me personally, there's no preference between the high flying style, the grappling, or anything. I just want to do what makes sense, whatever the occasion uh, calls for. Um, um, whatever, wherever I'm at on a card, whatever makes sense, let let's do it. Um, if it calls for the grappling, if it calls for when I wrestled Moose yesterday, I couldn't due to grappling much, so I had to rely on my size and speed to uh, to maneuver around them. So it, it all depends. Whatever whatever the story calls for is what I'm going to go for that day. Man, you took some hellacious bumps, man. How you feel? <laughs> hey, I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering uh, from that. On that, that first, was... on that first lockup and throwdown, did you hurt your <laughs> shoulder? Oh, oh, no, sir. No, sir. It, it may look like that, but you know it's all an illusion. It's all an okay. illusion. I do it. I do a lot, a lot of yoga. I do a lot of uh, self-recovery work, a lot of mobility stuff. So I'm able to stretch a little bit more and make it look nasty. You know what I mean? So He's Gumby. He's Gumby, <laughs> damn it. You know, try to. Try to. Try to uh, stress my body to its limits. <laughs> All right. Yes, so sir. 
Kevin, we were talking about, you know, the busy weekend that you're going to be having, but clearly you don't get the busy weekends without the work, without the journey, without, you know, doing so much and trying to get here. Um, One of the things I did want to touch on is I know that you had your first uh, singles tour in New Japan when you competed in the best of the super juniors in just of May this year. So only a couple months ago, Um, you know, tell us about what that experience was like and how what that meant to you in your pro wrestling journey. Wow, it was um as soon as I got announced for it, you know, it felt so surreal. Like you said, it was my it was my third overall tour in Japan and my first single. So it was like uh they get to see a whole different side of me. You know, they were just used to seeing me with tags with Kushida. So now they get to see how it works when it's just me in there. And um it was nerve-wracking at first because I'm like, man, uh, I got no nobody by my side, you know, to walk out there with me, like uh uh it's a, it's a whole different world, uh, wrestling in Currican Hall, wrestling in uh, Osaka, Joe Hall. Um, it was it was a great experience to learn from everybody in my block. Um, everybody was so easy to work with, so it was a great learning experience. Um, putting together matches in a singles way is so different than doing it in a tag team way, you know what I mean? So uh, I had to go deeper into my bag to pull things out. Um, slowing down is a, is a big one, too, you know. Uh, I definitely had to learn to slow and pace myself down a, a little bit more because in, in tags, I can go a little bit more full throttle because I know I got a break. When in singles, it's like, ah, I got to pace myself. I don't want to burn out too fast. So it was a learning curve. It was a learning curve, definitely. Yeah, but, um, how's your how's your Japanese? Uh, it's not the best. It's not the best. I could say hi and bye. I could say I could call a girl cute, you know, whenever I need to. But uh <laughs> That's that's about it. Um, I try to I try to read body language. I'm good at reading body language, so I try yeah. to match that to the words. But I feel like I'm in kindergarten all over again when I try to uh, learn Japanese and learn the signs and everything. I can I can write my name in, in uh, kanji, so you know that's a uh, that's an improvement. I can do a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> well, I, I I I watch the reaction of wrestlers that don't speak English. Mm-hmm. And I watch the uh, now when I'm watching New Japan, I watch the American born wrestlers go over there and wrestle the Japanese guys on their home turf. And mm-hmm. I, I can see the communication and body language like you were just saying. Definitely. But but. Um, do you feel like it's going to benefit you to learn a little bit more Japanese while you're wrestling over there. Oh, most definitely. Um, any way I can connect more with the audience, with the culture, it's only going to benefit me more. It's same when a Japanese wrestler comes here. The more they can speak English and connect with us, the more uh, they're able to progress in their career. So uh, whenever me and Kushida did our signings, um, I would say I would try my best. I would do my three uh, phrases I knew and try to practice and try to learn something new. Um, I, I will always ask Kushida son, uh, how do you say uh something like some little phrase so I can say back to the fans? But try to learn as much as I can. Duolingo is not too much of a big help, so I just have to learn in person, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> All right. That's the best way to learn, right? You got to practice with people, you got to have conversations, and then that's how you're gonna learn. And I'm curious yeah. too, because you know, you're talking about Japan and you know your experiences there. I know you said it was your third time going there. Uh how different is it to prepare for a show that's, you know, out here in the United States and then being in Japan, being away from home and, you know, not having your normal setting, your normal life and preparing to, 
you know, go out there and put on a show? <laughs> it definitely is a big difference. Um, to be honest, in my personal opinion, I feel like it's harder to prepare for the American shows because um, I, I can't just wrestle. I, I could say something to the crowd and they can understand what I'm saying. I can be more interactive, I guess. So it's more stuff to think about, in my opinion, when I'm wrestling an American show. And, you know, American fans, they like to give it back to you. They like to talk trash to you while you're in the ring or something. So it's like I always got to have something in the back of my mind of what could I say if something did happen. So that's, for me, that's just an extra thing to think of when I'm on an American story. In Japan, I just know I just got to show up and, and do my techniques. And they're going to appreciate it. You know what I mean? I can say a couple phrases that I know in Japanese and it'll get a big pop because they think it's cute, you know, so different things work in, uh, in different countries. So I got to like switch my brain. I'm like, all right, I'm in Japan. So I got to do, I can do this. You know what I mean? So it's just knowing where I'm at, knowing my audience is just, and just adjusting on that, that type of way. But it is tough um, going straight from a hotel to a, on a bus and then going straight to the venue. And then everybody there can't understand you and everything. So it is a different way of preparing for the day. I can't even imagine that. Like, when yeah. you, but when you said, when you actually said that it was harder on the American side, I was like, wait, what? But once you actually <laughs> explained it, I got it. Like, I understood that, you know? Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And you know what? I, I've, I've experienced that myself in times when mm. I couldn't talk to people, when I couldn't communicate it forced me to do more pantomime. It forced right. me to do more, oh, what am I going to do to get them right here? And if I'm in the heat and I really want to make the, get a reaction out of the people, I had to reach into my training and pull something out. Right, and I, right. I couldn't say it. I couldn't go, you know, I couldn't get a, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get <laughs> nothing like that. I had to work it to get, and, and I, I understand exactly what you're saying. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man, it's a whole different experience. It's like like whole different world. So it's it's crazy. Where where are you from? Originally I'm from Brooklyn, but I was raised in Atlanta. So East Coast, East Coast, North North Side and the South. But I live in LA now, so I get all different parts. So it's 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 a whole you different world. Every, I am. I could I could pull from the from my New York side, my southern side, and now West Coast. So all over. That's why they call me the jet. You know, I'll be here, there, everywhere. All right. <laughs> so I do want to ask you about your matches that you're having this weekend, because like I said, there's a lot happening there. So uh, talk to us about what you're doing at the uh, New Japan's All-Star Junior Festival, and then as well as the, the uh, Impact New Japan Multiverse show. Uh, this weekend, yeah, it's tough. Um, first of all, this All-Star Festival is is crazy. It's what about... 40 wrestlers on the same show is so many different type of uh, styles and it's one venue. It's going to be crazy. I feel like the energy, but um, I'm in a, in a tournament style uh, type of match. I think I'm one of the few singles matches on the whole show. So it'll be me and Clark Connors in the first round. Um, and if I, if I win in that first round or when I win in this first round, um, I go on to face either Francisco Akira or Speedball. So, it's going to be a busy day wrestling twice in one day. And then all three of my opponents are so tough. I got history of all three. I wrestled all three in a singles before, so I know them very well. Um, just got to come in with a game plan. That second match, uh, once I get past Clark, you know, he's doing his bullet club thing. If if him and his war dogs don't come out to uh, try to uh, kill me, I can make it to the set the second round. 
But um, I'm excited. I'm excited. This will be a lot for today. And then tomorrow for the multiverse, United 2. Um, I feel like the energy is different this time around. It was different in L.A. because it was like Mania weekend. There was a lot of other stuff going on. But this time around, it's, it's just us. So it's like it's a lot more focus on the show. And um, I feel like it's a lot more people. I'm in the seven-way uh, scramble. And I feel like it's gonna. It's a lot of big names in there, so it gets. A, it's a good way just to show and mesh all the different talents. So I'm excited. Sure, you I'm belong. Yeah, of course, of course. You you're familiar with the Marvel universe and the multiverse? Somewhat, somewhat. I'm not a big movie guy, but you know, I'll, I'll tap into it. Well, I mean, it's interesting that the world of wrestling has reached into. Uh, that universe and there's been mm -hmm. about two or three reference points of pro wrestling in the uh, Marvel universe um, lately or the latest being the Undertaker comment that uh, that Rhodes made in this last mm -hmm. um, secret invasion series I was just wondering if you if you uh, if you got into that kind of thing because you know I'm I'm one of those <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a nerd, so no, I'm 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 into it. But I can do a better job of keeping up with it. It's just I I watch so many. Uh, I watch everything, so it's hard to keep up with everything. You know. Uh, well, I'm a pop with... quiz you on on Secret Invasion. So you got to now you got to go on Disney <laughs> and watch Secret Invasion. I got to add it to my list. I got to add it to my list. Well, in case you need something to watch on your flights over, there you go. You already got the assignment, right? You already got the assignment of what you can Will do. do. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, before we, uh, before you go, we, I do want to ask you first and foremost, you know, we're rounding now towards the end of the year. Uh, what do you want to make sure you accomplish by the end of the year? I want to make sure uh, I go back to Japan and we get another shot at these IWGP tag team uh, titles. Uh, you know, me and Kushida, we had them earlier this year. For a short little while and during the uh, best of super juniors tour and that was a highlight a highlight in my years so i just want to go back we got world tag league coming up so so my goal is to win that so we can get that title shot at wrestle kingdom this upcoming year that's wow. that's my goal that's my goal awesome. good luck. I think that's a good goal yeah all right and last question where can the people go and follow you and support you and check out all of your stuff i'm 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 here there i'm everywhere i'm on ig i'm on twitter on Facebook, all all same at name at Jet Two Fly, or you can search my name Kevin Knight. Um, hit me up on that. I'm not on TikTok. That's that's too much for me. That's too much. But <laughs> but yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Jet Two Fly. I'm there. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever. You stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today.